From my earliest days, a shadow of fate loomed over my life, casting a pall of sorrow that I could never escape. They called it a curse, a malevolent spell woven into my very being. But it wasn't curses of monsters or magic. It was a curse of love, cruel and relentless. I am Isabella, and this is my story, a story of a curse that condemned me to an unattainable love. In the quiet village where I grew up, the curse was a whispered secret, a tale passed down through generations. It was foretold that I would fall deeply, irrevocably in love, only to have that love ripped away from me. It was a prophecy of heartache, of longing, and of dreams perpetually shattered. As I matured, the villagers' hushed conversations about the curse became an incessant buzz in my mind. My parents' attempts to shield me from the curse's weight were in vain. I could see it in their eyes, their fear that the curse had already marked me as its next victim. And then he arrived, Elias, a wanderer, passing through our village. His eyes were like deep pools of mystery, his smile a brief respite from the ache that had forever resided in my heart. From the instant our gazes met, the curse's grip tightened, pulling me toward him with an inexorable force. We spent stolen moments by the riverside, sharing stories and secrets, and falling into a love that burned like a wildfire against the canvas of my cursed existence. But as the curse had foretold, our time together was fleeting. Under the moonlight, Elias confessed that he was departing. He spoke of journeys to far-off lands, of family ties that needed mending. My heart shattered, for the curse's power was asserting itself once more. Our love was being tested, and it seemed destined to fail. Tears flowed as we clung to each other, knowing that the curse's decree was more powerful than our desperate pleas. I'll find a way to break this curse, Elias vowed, his voice trembling. I will return, and we will be free to love as we desire. With a heavy heart, I watched him walk away, his figure vanishing into the distance. The curse had been fulfilled, love found, and then wrenched away. Time stretched on, and the ache of our separation grew more profound. I clung to the hope that Elias would keep his promise, that he would conquer the curse that ensnared us. But as years turned into eternity, doubt crept into my soul like a venomous serpent. Then, one day, a stranger arrived in our village, a figure draped in shadows. He spoke of dark magic and ancient incantations, of power that rivaled the curse's might. I seized onto the glimmer of hope. Could this stranger possess the means to break the curse, to reunite me with Elias? Driven by desperation, I embarked on a perilous journey with the enigmatic stranger. We delved into forbidden forests, climbed treacherous mountains, and explored forgotten ruins. The path was fraught with danger, and the price was high, but the thought of breaking free from the curse steeled my resolve. Finally, after trials that pushed me to my limits, we uncovered the incantation, a spell that held the potential to sever the curse's grip. But as the words tumbled from my lips, a bitter truth dawned on me. The curse was not a malevolent force seeking to torment, 
It was a tether, a connection woven into my very essence. To break the curse meant sundering a part of myself. In that agonizing moment, I faced a choice, to reclaim the love that had been stolen or to let it go, allowing Elias to become a bittersweet memory. With a heavy heart, I relinquished the spell's magic. The curse remained, unbroken, but I found a twisted solace in the knowledge that our love had surpassed even the curse's cruelty. The curse had bound me to Elias, and through that bond, we had defied its power. Years later, as I gazed upon the horizon from the village where it all began, the truth settled in my heart. My tale was not one of triumph, but of endurance. The curse had tested our love, and Elias and I, though never to be united, had found a way to exist apart, our love defying the curse's prophecy. As the years flowed on, the pain of separation became an indelible part of my existence. I devoted myself to my village, becoming a source of guidance and support for those who sought solace. The curse had not robbed me of my capacity to love. Instead, it had transformed my anguish into empathy for others' suffering. The village itself had changed, too. The murmurings of the curse still lingered, but they were now infused with a whisper of hope, a belief that perhaps, just perhaps, love could triumph over even the most sinister of enchantments. The tale of Elias and me had morphed into a symbol of tenacity, a testament to love's ability to persevere through the harshest of trials. Then, on an overcast day, heavy with sorrow, a figure appeared on the outskirts of the village. His face was etched with the marks of time, but his eyes, those eyes that had once held my soul, still burned with the same intensity. It was Elias, returned, but not in the way I had dreamt. He was older, wearier, and carrying the weight of an unbearable burden. As he stood before me, the years separating us seemed to evaporate, replaced by the painful memories of our past. He explained how he had traversed continents in search of answers, seeking to undo the curse that had ensnared us. But time had not been kind and his return held not the promise of a blissful reunion, but the weight of irreversible loss. We were fools to believe we could conquer the curse, he murmured, his voice heavy with regret. I fought for years, but the curse's power was unyielding. It has cost me everything. Tears welled in my eyes as I looked at him, the man who had once ignited a flame in my heart. I never stopped loving you, I whispered my voice a fragile echo of a lifetime of longing. Elias reached out, his fingers brushing against mine, a fleeting connection that could never bridge the chasm of time and misfortune. And I never stopped loving you, he replied, his voice breaking under the weight of our unfulfilled dreams. Elias and I had been bound by the curse, our love tested by its unyielding grip, and now fate had brought us back together, only to ensure that the tragedy persisted. In the days that followed, Elias shared his journey, a tale of endless battles against the curse's malevolence, of sacrifices made in vain, and of a world that had lost its vibrancy in his pursuit of an impossible goal. 
The curse had not shattered, and in its relentless pursuit of heartbreak, it had taken away all he held dear. Our village, once infused with hope by our story, now watched in somber silence as Elias and I grappled with the weight of our destiny. The curse had not been a mere spell, it was a manifestation of the universe's cruelty, a reminder that some loves were never meant to be. As Elias left once again, his form receding into the horizon, I was left with a bitter truth. Our love had not conquered the curse. Instead, it had fueled its insatiable hunger for despair. The curse's prophecy had become our reality, our lives consumed by a love that was bound by tragedy from the very beginning. The weight of it is almost enough to bring me to my knees, the ache of my love once again out of reach. Instead, I stand, determination coursing like fire through my veins. I made a choice once before, many years ago. Ready a horse for me, I call out, my voice trembling. I look at the horizon my over disappeared over once more, before heading in the opposite direction. Our story isn't over, not yet.